0: Greetings and salutations, happy and blessed people. I am Dorio Davis and welcome, welcome, welcome to Say It Louder, the podcast, episode six. For my newbies who have walked across the threshold into my classroom, you are welcome in this space. I am the Renaissance man, the educator, the actor, the singer, the writer, the R&B junkie with the charm of a Southern gentleman and words of wisdom as my grandmama, my mama, and my teachers taught me. Last week, the focus was on the inner child as it relates to the neglect wound. If you need to tap into that topic, go back to episode five. I also mentioned four wounds total. We've already discussed the neglect wound. There is also the guilt wound, the trust wound, and for this segment, we will be discussing the abandonment wound. And before I get started... I want to invite you to follow my IG pages at Southern underscore Gentleman 14. That's at S-O-U-T-H-E-R-N underscore G-E-N-T-L-E-M-A-N and the number 14. And at Crescent Media Productions LLC. That's at C-R-E-S-C-E-N-T-M-E-D-I-A-P-R-O-D-U-C-T-I-O-N-S-L-L-C. Where you will find more content and get notifications about new episodes and more. You can also follow me on Twitter at Dr. FD Davis. That's D R F D D A V I S. Now, dysfunctional families and parents come in many different forms. Another damaging form consists of dynamics that involve abandonment or living a life in fear of being abandoned. When you live in this type of life, There's a nervousness you carry in your body, in your spirit, and in your soul. Even depression. You can have stomach aches, headaches, and this buzz of anxiety. Abandonment is the act or instance of leaving a person or thing permanently or completely. And the thing is, there is physical abandonment and there is also what is called emotional abandonment. Now, the definition that I gave earlier really lines up with physical abandonment. But emotional abandonment, that's when there is no connection and your emotional needs are not being met. Emotional abandonment can take place even when someone lives in your house and you interact with them on a daily. You interact with them in a physical type of way. So it could be from parent to child. It can even be from spouse to spouse. If those emotional um, needs are not taken care of and you're not being fed emotionally, you're not being nurtured, then you could very well be suffering from emotional abandonment. According to Psych Central, childhood abandonment can affect you as an adult. People with abandonment issues often struggle with relationship exhibiting symptoms such as codependency and inability to develop trust or even the tendency to sabotage relationships been there whether it's a parent fight when you know a parent threatens to leave or if a person is a part of a adopted or a step or divorce family where one parent did not keep up you know contact or care after they left it may cause you to suffer from attachment disorders or other emotional difficulties having to do with abandonment and when actually abandoned, the idea of core beliefs take root, that you are unlovable and that you're unwanted. This could very well be a cycle that your parents experienced. And now because they experienced it and their caretakers didn't take care of them the way that they should have, they are in turn, they've in turn become the caregivers that they once had to you, which continues the cycle. Now, in this article I read, it outlines that there are 19 emotional difficulties commonly experienced by adult children of abandoning emotionally unavailable parents. And they are as follows. 1. Abusive relationship. 2. Anxiety disorders or symptoms. 3. Attachment disorders. 4. Borderline personality disorder. 5. Caretaking and codependency. 6. Chaotic lifestyle. 7. Clingy and needy behavior. 8. Compulsive behaviors may develop. 9. Depression. 10. Desperate relationships or relationships that happen too fast. 11. Disturbances of mood. A person can't self-regulate and experience emotions in extreme. 12. Extreme jealousy and possessiveness. 13. Lack of confidence and self-esteem issues. 14. Maybe poor self-soothing. 15. People-pleasing behaviors to detriment of self. 16. Poor coping strategies. 17. Promiscuity. 18. Relationship problems. and 19. Trust issues. Now, in the book, What Happened to You, this is a book that I am reading that was written by Dr. Bruce D. Perry and Oprah Winfrey. It's called What Happened to You? Conversations on Trauma, Resilience, and Healing. Now, in this book, it speaks of how infants, as infants, our brains begin to adapt to the way that we are treated. If we are supported, then our brain adapts to that. If we are not supported and trauma sets in, our brain adapts to that. And because of that, it really has an impact on how we act as we grow, as we get older. Even down to when, you know, we cried as infants and the way that our parents responded shapes our brain, which then shapes the way we act. Your brain developed coping mechanisms designed to protect you. It developed distrust in order for you to not be hurt again. It developed anxiety to be watchful for those same reasons. The thing is, your brain told you to adopt strategies for hanging on to people so that you wouldn't be left alone. The underlying emotion that's strongest in all of those situations, in all of those scenarios is fear. The thing with that, you cannot allow fear to rule your life you have to find understanding. You have to gain insight into the starting point of your emotional difficulties. It could start with you having a conversation with your parents or your caregivers and getting a perspective of their beginning as well, which could be very powerful. As a child, you more than likely could not fend for yourself or separate yourself from the distress that was present in your life. But as an adult... You can now take the reins and you can take the proper steps to address your stuff. The thing that I learned from reading What Happened to You, uh, which is a book that I'm still in the midst of reading because what it tells you in the book is it can get quite heavy. And in those moments when it does get heavy, you you should put it down. You are told to put it down because it has become too much for you. So there came a point in reading this book that I had to put it down and I put it down for a couple of weeks because I really just needed to get reacclimated. I needed to build my strength back up in my mind and in my heart, and my body, you know, because it really, really brought to life my traumas, you know, my past traumas and how my past traumas tended to show up in the way that I have acted over the years, and you know, and just how I acted as I grew up. But what this book has taught me to do is to ask a different question. A lot of times, when there is a person in our life that we see uh, who may not be acting according to what we think, uh, who may be a little different, who may be a little wired, a little aggressive. Uh, sensitive or whatever, you know, the adjective or the state may be. We tend to say, what's wrong with him? Or what's wrong with her? But what this book has taught me to ask, instead of asking what's wrong with you, to ask the question, what happened to you? And it's best to ask that question. The thing is, there is a story for the pain that we have. There is a genesis for it. But what I also realize is that there's an exodus. And what we have to do is we have to find out what that genesis is. When we do the work to find out what the beginning is, what that story is, the beginning of that story is, we have the ability to write a new chapter in our own lives. But it takes work. It takes work. It takes courage. It takes a good support system. It takes, you know, professional help. All of those components are very important for you to get to the healing place that you need to get to. If there's anything in this segment that really reaches out to you that, you know, where you really see yourself as a person who has experienced this abandonment, whether it's physical or whether it, you know, was emotional, do the work, do the necessary work to get to your place of healing. And that's all I have for Say It Loud of the Podcast, Episode 6. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram, again, at Southern Gentleman14. That's Southern underscore Gentleman14. S O U T H E R N underscore G E N T L E M A N 14. And At Crescent Media Productions LLC, that's at C-R-E-S-C-E-N-T-M-E-D-I-A-P-R-O-D-U-C-T-I-O-N-S-L-L-C. Also, look for me on Twitter, Dr. F.D. Davis, and I'm also on Snapchat, at Dr. Underscore Nardo. Tune in to our next episode of Say It Loud of the Podcast. Until we meet again, make sure that you are being better to yourself than anyone has ever ever been in your entire life. Why? Because you deserve it. I'm Doriel Davis. Be blessed.